Hi guys, welcome back to What's the Hazard? This is Doug Fletcher. It is Friday, November 6th. It is a fantastic day here in Omaha, Nebraska. We've, we've been blessed with a number of beautiful days this past week, so as soon as the podcast is over, I'm going to get outside and enjoy a little bit of that, maybe get some vitamin D pulsing through my veins, hopefully. Um, yeah, man, exactly. Yeah. Take, take this <laughs> opportunity because I think next week is going to go down, so yeah, that's this, true. this is the calm before the storm, unfortunately, here in Nebraska. Um, I do have one announcement I'd like to make before we get started with my guest today. Uh, Wednesday, November 11th is Veterans Day, so next week is Veterans Day. Um, I know it sounds cliche, but I want to I wanna thank all of our veterans. I have worked with a number of veterans uh, professionally and, and, and just personally. You know, I know a number of veterans, and um, I know sometimes it's difficult to know how to express thanks to those, those folks. Uh, I just want to make sure that we do that here. Uh, we appreciate what you've done for us, what you continue to do for us, and those of you that have gone into the safety profession, uh, continuing to serve. So thank you for that. So everybody take a moment next week. Uh, you'll probably drive into the line at the bank, realize the bank is closed. That's typically yeah. what I do, and then real, uh, something is going on. But uh, if you're not aware, it is Veterans Day. So, And I do want to thank my sponsors, as always, CCS Group, Custom Concrete Specialists, Safety Reports, the Nebraska Department of Labor On-Site Consultation Group, and Mid-America Martial Arts. Uh, thank you all for your continued support. I sincerely appreciate it. My guests today, Andy and Elliot Bassett uh, with Ellerbrock Norris. They're friends of mine. We've known each other for a few years now, I think, isn't it? A couple yeah. years, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, they've been incredibly helpful and supportive of Fletcher Safety Consulting and you know, all of the outreach that we've done, the Midwest Safety Cooperative, they've been incredibly generous supporting that. And over the past six months or so, we have actually worked uh, collaboratively on a project that I wanted to talk about today. And so uh, I'm going to introduce the guys, let them tell you a little bit about themselves. Uh, they have rare, very impressive titles. Um, <laughs> you know, Andy is the president of Ellerbrock Norris. Elliot is the COO, the Chief Operating Officer of Ellerbrock Norris, um, and the agency, as they will describe, is really, I'm really impressed by, they're very forward-thinking, they're very innovative, um, it is just kind of this comprehensive risk advisory firm, I think, is how you've described yourselves, and, and I really like that, because it incorporates so many different things, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, so if you wouldn't mind introducing yourselves just briefly, th there is no video to this. This is only going to be audio. And so that's really unfortunate. These are two incredibly handsome guys. And so you guys, oh. yeah, the audience is missing out on something here, but, um, you clearly got my check in the mail. <laughs> right, yeah. Much appreciated. <laughs> so Andy, would you start us off and just tell us a little bit? I, I would like Andy, maybe t tell us a little bit about Elderbrock Norris. Absolutely. Thanks, Doug. And, and, and I do want to echo what you said about veterans. That's, uh, thanks to everybody out there that's listening that is, has given to this country over time. Um, yeah, no, uh, Ellerbrock Norris, as, as you mentioned, Doug, I mean, what we consider ourselves is a, a risk advisory firm. Um, we've got offices in four locations across the state of Nebraska. So we're here in Omaha and then in Lincoln, Hastings and Kearney. Uh, but we do business all over the country. Um, and within our Encore proprietary brand that we've built and developed over the last several years, uh, that's where we operate from a risk advisory capacity with our clients and pr prospective clients. And so when I say that, or when we talk about risk advisory work, 
that's really focused in 10 impact areas of risk that we really engage and dive deep into with our clients and build holistic strategies to help manage those. Uh, a couple examples that are that are near and dear to the podcast would be uh, safety is, is one of those impact areas. Uh, insurance and how that's connected to it, which when we talk about the Encore Safety Network, uh, we'll, we'll talk a lot about the ROI that you get from safety to insurance, things like workers' compensation. Uh, but other things like the benefits and attraction and retention of employees is a big area we're doing advisory work in now. Uh, exit strategies, so business perpetuation planning and key person planning is a big deal. It's a it's actually a ten trillion dollar uh, uh, exposure to the economy over the next several years with baby boomers. So we exiting businesses with maybe not the best planning. So we do a ton of of advisory work there, compliance, uh, overall strategy, current emerging risks. So a lot of areas, but uh, again, that's, there's about 55 of us across the four locations in Nebraska. Very, very passionate about doing just what we said and helping, helping companies, businesses, and individuals achieve their goals from a, a foundation of risk management. But, Fantastic. But that's Ella Brock, that's Ella Brock Norris in a nutshell. That's really, that's really impressive. And actually you mentioned a few things that I need to talk to you about having, I didn't realize some <laughs> of the things that you did, but um, I've always been impressed by that. Um, it, you are not an insurance company as we have traditionally thought of that. And for those of us, those of us in the risk management world, safety professionals, you know, the people that we reach out to on this podcast, you know, that is, that is music to our ears to, you know, to have the kind of this, um, this inter intertwined risk management, um, strategy. It's not just piece by piece by piece. They all are interwoven and they all work together and, to be able to have one source for all of that type of guidance and assistance is really uh, very forward thinking, in, in my opinion. So um, now that being said, what we're doing now, we've, we've been collaborating on this Encore Safety Network. Elliot, tell us a little bit about the vision behind this and, and where we're going with this, because this is something that I'm really excited about. Um, and really looking forward to. So if you don't mind, man, would you give us a little bit of insight into where this came from and and what we're doing? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's something we're very excited about too. And kind of the uh, impetus to start the Encore Safety Network, you know, Doug and I were sitting around on a Friday afternoon, right? It's actually right about, we started this at the start of the year, right before COVID hit, yep, right, Doug? Yep. And uh, kind of, we're just trying to rethink safety and how we drive a culture of working safely. Um, and obviously we work with a lot of blue collar industry, uh, clients of ours. So this is a big topic. Um, and we just, as we were building out solutions, it just weren't seeing the results in the industry as well as where we saw things going that we thought we could, if we thought about this differently. And so through some of those conversations and collaborating, we came up with, um, the solution that we talk about, you talk about on the podcast a lot. We talk about it in, in other groups where safety is best driven from a collaborative environment. And so our thought process was how can we create that in a more systematic fashion so that it's not four or five people here, or four or five people there that are collaborating. It's as many people as we can bring together and do it systematically. And so that's the basis of the, the network is, Let's bring together these collaborative individuals, safety leaders and peers on a regular and consistent basis to talk through some of the challenges that you're having on a daily basis. Um, you know, it's one thing to be coached by a consultant or by a, an insurance company loss control rep or something like that, but they're not in the trenches every day. 
And so the, the goal was to get these folks, um, safety leaders collaborating together. And then once we can create that environment, we're going to put tools and resources and technology behind that so that they can focus on driving that culture versus focus on getting content or building agendas for meetings or things like that, that ultimately aren't going to drive that, uh, that, um, culture that we want. And so that's kind of the, the basis and the vision of it is really creating this collaborative network. We meet twice a year in person, obviously with COVID we were virtual this last time, but, uh, getting together to share those best practices to get updates on compliance. Like, you know, what, what your part in a lot of that, Doug is the OSHA compliance and the safety best practices. And what are we thinking about from that perspective? We've built in leadership training with Aaron, who your listeners are very familiar with uh, Aaron Cerrone. And so um, I could go on forever. I'll, I'll kind of stop there because it is, you can tell her we had a lot of passion around it. So that's fantastic. No, uh, no, I, yeah. I couldn't be more excited. Truthfully, I, you know, that I'm a believer that this is exactly how we need to drive uh, continuous improvement in our safety programs, our risk management programs. In fact, you know, this includes things like workers' compensation, leadership, safety compliance, um, beyond safety compliance, just best practices, as you mentioned. And so just describe a little bit about, I mean, this is actually kind of a, this is a membership group. And so yeah. what we are doing, and we've just, as you mentioned, we've just recently rolled this out. And so it's, 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 in, it's in its infancy, but we're already getting a great response. Um, yeah. I, I have had a number of people contact me with, that are interested in learning more about the community, I think is a good description yeah. of this. And so... You know, it, it, again, it's not the old-fashioned, top-down, pushing information. This is, this is literally this sharing of information, not only from people that we've identified as subject matter experts, perhaps, but within the group, within peers. And so uh, it is going to be you know, totally um, interdependent. You know, the, the members of the, the network will be sharing information. They will be driving uh, the content, frankly, I mean, depending on what their needs are and what their interests are, we will be able to hopefully respond in a very timely fashion to those things, which makes me really excited. I think uh, the ability to be timely in responding to those information requests is really unique to this network. Most are structured very rigidly, and they are top-down, and it doesn't allow for great interaction. I mean, the ones that I've been associated with, I mean, they're, they're well-intended, yeah. but they just miss the point sometimes. So can you talk a little bit about what the, what the membership structure looks like? I, you don't have to be a client of Ellerbrock Norris to participate in this. Is that true? That's absolutely true, and that was a foundational piece of, of building the network. We didn't want to, frankly, limit the opportunity for anybody that needs this type of network or wants to be involved in this network to get access to it. And so it is a, you're right. It is a membership based network. So there's three different packages that we can offer based on the needs of, of the, the company that is, is joining. Um, and so our team can work through what fits best for, uh, that organization. But I think you, you mentioned something there that is so important that we, we hit on, which is, kind of that, you know, most of these organizations are that, that consulting comes top down and it, and typically that is what we've found is it's recycled things. It's not, it's not new and fresh and timely content, as you mentioned. And so this, the Encore Safety Network is built for and by the members. And so we have asked, we, we started with an, about 10 inaugural members and they went through the first 
phase of rolling this out and we asked for feedback on what do you see that you would want in a network like this? And we've taken some of those ideas and already been able to implement them into those different packages based on which uh, one makes the most sense. And so that's an important piece of it. You know, I kind of look at it as almost grassroots uh, type of effort to build what is going to be impactful over the course of time. And we, we kind of see it evolving, frankly. I mean, if it, we don't know what this will look like in two or three years, but it's going to look like whatever is most valuable for the network members at that time. Um, and so I'm glad you kind of brought that up because it's a very important part of this, that this isn't designed to be Elliot and Andy and Doug and Aaron in a room kind of designing how this is going to look. It's let's get all the members together um, and, and discuss that and, and figure out what is going to work. I think that's um, fantastic. Now, so there's, now, as compelling as that is, the four of us talking, uh, there, there are other, and I think it is compelling, frankly, I, you know, I'm just saying that in jest, really, but there are other elements to the membership. There is a learning management system. There are other electronic tools, things that are available. Andy, would you mind talking about that just a little bit? I mean, if, you, if someone is interested in becoming a member of this network, what, what are they going to have access to? Yeah, the, absolutely. So as, as Elliot was mentioning, I mean, the real, the real, real value in it is the collaboration of the members. But you also, we also realize that in order to be able to work safely, there's other elements that go into that that we need to bring really easily accessible to those members so we can create the collaboration and, we cre and create the working safely environment in their company. So what is that? It's things like access to technology. So access to a client portal, that we have and we have a dedicated person on our team that will be spending time with the network members to make sure that they know how to use the portal, know how to get in and get the risk management information, safety information in that portal, as well as we're gonna make sure content, relevant content, relevant to what we've talked about in the network is getting out to those safety leaders on a regular basis. So content's a big part of it because you know it is challenging for many safety professionals to know where to go get that content. So we're trying to make that really simple. Um, the other piece of that is you mentioned the learning management system or the training system. That's just that it's, it's a training platform, a video based training platform that a company can go in, they can administer who would, who would watch what particular videos, uh, they go through it, they go through a quick training. They're oftentimes dual language, summer in English and Spanish both. So it, it accommodates that. Uh, capacity as well, but it allows employ employers to get into the hands of employees to watch certain training videos, whether it's forklift, whether it's uh, tie off, you know, uh, uh, aerial lift, whatever these things are, construction site, general safety, tons and tons of things. There's even stuff outside of safety, but it allows for that. And when you think about that training piece, and this is something I know you talk about a lot on the podcast is how important it is to bring people into our organizations the right way. Mm -hmm. You know, onboarding people is so important. And we stress that so often. And when we talk about how to manage safety. And so when you think about training and the access to software to allow us to help train uh, our people in a working safely type of environment, that software is very powerful. And then again, as you mentioned, we're going to continually bring to those live sessions, the best of the best from an educational standpoint. So people are up to date on things, obviously your world, Doug with OSHA, or a lot, what we'll talk about is, is how you manage risk. And, and when you're doing all of the things to work safely, which come at a cost. We understand that there's time, capital commitments to do that. How do you actually see return on, on that investment, whether it's from an insurance standpoint or from a, from a, a human capital standpoint? So we talk a lot about that. Obviously, Aaron's leadership 
strategies are dynamite. And then the other piece that we're going to try to do is focus on other technologies. So you mentioned safety reports being a sponsor of, of the podcast. Prime example, they were in our first uh, um, virtual instead of live because of COVID event, but is to highlight those technologies that companies are out there using to manage uh, whether it's on-site inspections, that one in particular, or there's wearable devices that people are using to monitor things in the environment, or you talk about telematics and, and, and strategies like that in uh, fleet vehicle scenarios. We want people to know the things that we're seeing companies out there use and use successfully and bring that to the forefront for the members. So those are really the big key elements to it. And then wrap it all together with that collaboration. That, that's the, I absolutely the love it. And I think the ability to get feedback from the members, particularly on some of those new tools and technologies, are they working? Are they not working? It's one thing for us to be able to identify them and get them in front of the, the audience, the, the network. But it's another thing to have immediate response from those people that are actually using these things out in the field. I mean, this is incredibly, in my mind, this is incredibly powerful. This is really the ideal way to try to drive these programs and continuously improve these programs. So I, I'm incredibly excited about it. I know you guys are too. Aaron is, I know I speak with him regularly about this. The sky is really the limit. And I'm, I have to be honest, I'm excited to see where this takes us, how this evolves, because I think we're onto something here that could be incredibly beneficial. And, you know, I see companies every day in my, in my professional life that are really struggling they're not tied into a network. They have no way to learn about some of these new, I mean, concepts, ideas, technologies. They don't know where to go. And so all of these, I know we're going to be doing a number of uh, video um, presentations, perhaps. We already did our, some, our inaugural um, training day see, that I, I thought see, went. Oh, yeah. I thought it went really well, you know, that initial day. I mean, we were all just kind of feeling our way through it, but but I had a great feeling about it at the end. I thought it went really well. I don't know. What kind of feedback did you get about it? Was it well-received? Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody felt the same thing where we, we would have liked to be in person, but understand that it's uh, we're in the situation we're in and we make the best of it. But we got uh, just phenomenal feedback. And a few people on the call took away direct things to implement that were from other members. They weren't even from us. Um, and there were, they could be little things. And there were some other, um, I believe there was one technology that we weren't, you know, talking through and it, it came up from another member. And so that's, that's the power uh, and shows you the power of, of the network where it's people that say, Hey, I'm dealing with this. How would you all handle that? And another member who's dealt with that is saying, hey, here's what we do, and here's how we handle that. And I think it's so important. Yeah, that's tremendous. Yeah, you're right. It is tremendous. And something that's really interesting there, because I think some listeners might be able to relate to this, especially business owner listeners, if if I imagine there will be some. I know a lot of companies, ours included, are part of what I would call best practices groups. You know, there's lots of uh, board board type groups, you know, Vistage and some of these that you can belong to or industry type best practices. And so a lot of businesses meet with peers to help 
figure out how to, how to grow their business, how to build their business, how to not have to always reinvent the wheel and tap into that intellectual uh, knowledge that's out there of other businesses that have already been through things that your business is about to cycle through. And so we're, we're like I mentioned, we're part of one of those. And that as I looked at the network or we looked at the network, it was really like we, we, we can recreate that type of environment specific to the safety professional and the safety leader and so I think if, if other businesses that listen to this are out there and are part of groups like that, it's like that type of concept brought to specifically the safety arena, because as we talked about, it, it unfortunately doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what just becomes really cool, because if we as safety leaders in our communities and in our companies don't have to always go out and be at a loss on how to solve this problem, or we're trying to constantly reinvent the wheel and we're not able to go out and see how other people have maybe addressed that situation. Cause somebody has, right. Mm-hmm. Somebody's been there. Undoubtedly, and yeah. As the network gets bigger and grows, the hope is, is that that constant collaboration just, just continues. And, and that's, what's really exciting. So you both said something there that got me thinking around adding in this, the idea of that best practices group that I'm sure many businesses are involved in in other segments. Mm-hmm. Of that's interesting. I, I completely agree. And I, d- I do think that is the power of the network. And so to date, I mean, again, this is really in its infancy. We just started talking about it last, uh, last spring. And then obviously things kind of ground to a halt as did everything else, but we were determined. And so we launched this, uh, I believe the first programming was in September, if I'm not mistaken, was it back in September? Yep. So we had our first, yep, right we had our first day long training program, which I thought went very well. We had great participation. You guys did a great job and, you know, identifying companies that could be helpful to us in formulating the, the path that we're going to follow. I thought they were, their, their comments were exceptional. And so we're going to continue to do um, content, maybe month to month. And we don't know exactly what that's going to look like. I think there will be the there will be videos, training videos. We've got a really interesting interview coming up next week that I'm looking forward to. We'll be pushing out other information. We'll be surveying the group to try to identify what their needs are. So this will be really continuous. And so if someone were to come into the group, say, next spring, all of this information will be archived and available to them. So there is no bad time to become a member of this community. Is that Would you say that's true? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we just, you know, we're trying different forms of media and content delivery. We, you know, filmed three episodes, I think, of our first in the series of safety subjects. Mm-hmm. And um, they're kind of podcast style, but shorter, uh, more to the point on, on various different subjects. And so those will be rolling out to the members um, just to stay, stay relevant, think about things differently. Um, and, and then also obviously any mention the content delivery from some of the technology, but that can come in two facets. It can come, it'll be delivered to your inbox with kind of curated content that we have chosen, but then also you as a safety leader can log in and go find any content that you need. Um, and so we're trying a variety of different ways to get that content out, but you're right. It'll all be archived. Um, and you know, future members will be able to come back and look at and watch any of these pertinent topics and content. And then what about, I know we have talked about this. um, How will, uh, just for real time interaction, we have talked about different ways that the group can interact with within the group. So if someone has a question or they have a need or something, they can post that within the network and get responses, not only from us, but also from other network members. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's something again, we're pretty excited about and came from some membership um, interest, I guess was exactly what you're talking about. And we're, we're in the testing phase of a technology that would allow us to do just that where it's kind of a, almost a message board or an instant chat functionality. Uh, many people will probably be, probably be familiar with the technology um, that we're using. And so it will allow us to do exactly what Doug's talking about real time interaction where, Hey, I've got this question that I want to pose to the group. And rather than wait till the next, you know, group gathering, you can hop on and just say, Hey, I'm dealing with this uh, situation. Has anybody else dealt with this and what should I do? Any, any guidance? And not only will, you know, Doug or Elliot or Andy respond, the members of the group are going to be able to respond to that and, and give guidance and give feedback and give different ways to think about it. So hopefully that will, um, you know, we're, like I said, we're in the testing phase, but that is something that I think can provide a phenomenal way to interact with, with everybody on a regular basis. I think, I think that's fantastic. And I, I, I think that will be um, highly utilized. I think people, you know, this is, so many of these issues just arise without any forewarning. So you, you are constantly um, looking, looking for information, looking for resources, needing specific tools to address issues, problem-solving challenges. I mean, it's just, you know, the ability to send that out within a group of peers who, as Andy mentioned, probably have dealt with this. Someone in the group has. Someone in the group knows the right person, knows the right tool, has experienced the, I mean, I think the power is just really um, exciting to me. So, absolutely. So, if people are interested, and I assume there will be people interested in at least exploring this network, um, this community as an option, how, how would they get in touch with you, or how should they, how should they go about getting more information? Yeah, the uh, the first thing I would tell everybody, you can go to our website, and that's www.ellerbrock-norris.com. Um, and so there's a lot of information there. Um, and then also you could feel free to email Andy or I, it's going to be really easy to remember our email addresses cause they're one letter difference. Uh, but <laughs> the mine is E as an Elliot Bassett at Ellerbrock norriscom And Andy's is just a Bassett. <laughs> at oh, it's, 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 that's interesting how you guys did that. That, that worked yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, you know, now I do want to specify it's cousins, not brothers. Though, okay. So <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm sure that was actually the question that was on everyone's mind. What is uh, the, the, so this was, is this uh, the family business? I know there are other Bassett's in the organization, so it's. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there's a handful of Bassett's in it, but yeah, we have other partners as well. And, uh, uh, yeah, so we, we understand the family business dynamic. There's no question about it. I, I personally, I love that. I appreciate yeah. that. I think, you know, I don't want to deal with big, you know, huge international conglomerates. I want to deal with the family business where I know I'm going to be taken care of. My needs are going to be considered. So uh, yeah, I, sincere, uh, I, I do appreciate that. That's the foundation, actually, of our mission statement. We have what we call a brand compass that is kind of everything we adhere to in our organization. And at, at its core, it, it is to remain independent. There's a lot of consolidation in our industry and exactly what you said, and, and that is not that is not our intention. Our intention is continue to remain in a company, a Nebraska company, for the stakeholders that, that – that rely on, on Ellerbrock Norris continuing to be Ellerbrock Norris. And that's right. our employees, families, communities, everybody that touches us. So we're really passionate about it. And I'm, I'm glad that you actually mentioned that. Thanks. I, that is cool. Very cool. Well, um, I'm also going to post all of this information, your content, your contact information, the Ellerbrock Norris website information on my site. So FletcherSafety.com. If, 
if uh, you, you should be able to find everything that you need between one or one of those two locations. Again, guys, thank you for joining me today. I, I am sincerely excited about this network. I, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I don't get excited very often anymore, frankly. I mean, within the professional context, maybe I should qualify that statement, you know, just in case my mom and wife probably listen to this, I suppose. But but, uh, this is really exciting to me. I think this is the future of, you know, working safely, of of continuous improvement in our workplaces when it comes to these risk issues and risk mitigation. And uh, I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. So thank you for including me, and uh, thanks for coming on and explaining some of this. Uh, I look forward to getting to know the new members. I mean, I get yeah. that is one thing that is also very exciting. I think there will there will be a very um, real, um, you know, intimate relationship among the members yeah. of this community. It's not going to be one of those monsters that you know you're just another number. You pay your dues, and then. You're forgotten. I, I really don't envision it that way. I think it's going to be a very, uh, very tightly connected group of individuals that have the same objectives in mind. And so that in particular excites me. So I look forward to that. Um, oh, yeah, one thing. Yeah. Any, one thing this week, Doug. Sorry. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And I'll add one thing on the, how to find it, too, because we didn't mention it, but Alex on our team is doing a great job of getting a bunch of information on the network out on our social media. So look for Ellerbrock Norris on any social media platform, and chances are there's going to be a lot of information on, on the safety network out there. Alex is doing a great job. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, thank as God. As I said, new members are joining uh, uh, regularly. Oh, so that's wonderful. Watch, I look forward to, to meeting them and, and working with them. That's, that's, that's exciting as well. Fellas, um, much appreciated. Thank you for your time this morning. Have a great weekend. Yeah, Enjoy you it while you can. Yeah. Next, I think things go to crap next week. So Yeah, like you said, it's as nice as it gets out there right now. So it everybody is. get out and enjoy it one more time here in the great state of Nebraska. Yeah, I, I understand there's a football game this weekend. It hasn't been canceled, so we're looking forward to that as well. That's right. Yep, go Big Red, fellas. Take care, guys. Have a great Thanks, weekend. Guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bye-bye. Sir.